Welcome everyone to the Archer and Armstrong Production Journals. On this episode, we are joined by Barbara Dillon, voice of Sister Tommy. Hello, Barbara. Hello, Jeffrey and Susan. Yes, of course, we should intro ourselves. I am Jeffrey Bridges, co-executive producer of Fender Productions, and I am here with... Susan Bridges. Yes, as always. Yeah, you messed up. You're the co-executive producer as well. You have a title. etc., etc. Yes, so, um, so here we are. We are going to talk about... The fantastic Sister Tommy and the amazing oh, well. performance that Barbara <laughs> Dillon has given her. So, Sister Tommy is um, a very unique character in terms of the entire production. Um, she's different from everyone in many ways. And uh, I think um, in a lot of ways, you might have had what probably the most challenging role in the entire uh, production to play. So, um, what was it like playing a... Senior citizen nun with an Italian accent, Barb? Uh, challenging, I think, is a great word. Um, uh, it it was a lot of fun. It was definitely the most uh, challenging. I, th- I think I'll use that word of yours. Um, challenging role that I've ever taken on uh, simply because of the dialect. And, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, a younger person, as it were. And so... Uh, playing a mostly i think i figured out she'd be like 90 something uh, at this right, point um, from world war ii she, which ex- she was a resistance fighter so. yeah i yeah. was thinking she was in her early 20s so i was trying to you know suss out what her actual age would be right. um but yeah but but figuring out the the italian dialect and uh trying to age her so that i didn't sound like i was uh, a 16-year-old girl, which is what I normally play in voiceover <laughs> roles. Um, but uh, it was it was really unique. I had a great time doing it. And, and I just have to say, right off the bat, I would not have been able to do this if it weren't for uh, my brother, my older brother, Paul Packler, who is a dialect coach. And he really was the one to uh, train me and guide me and help me to learn the dialect. So I this would not have been possible without him. Now that took you quite quite a bit of uh, work, as I recall. You uh, spent quite wait, a bit wait, of time practicing. Wait, wait, I have practicing. a question. Oh, go ahead. He's, he's your brother, right? Correct. So yes. he made fun of you as well, and then showed <laughs> you how, right? You know, um, Paul <laughs> is someone that uh, is takes art very seriously. So I will say, thankfully, I, I I don't know that I would have been able to move forward with this at all if he had made fun of me. So. <laughs> I remember when I first sent him, I said, hey, I did this on my own, and I sent him some recordings of my audition, um, and he just very, he stopped and very diplomatically paused and and said, you know, that sounds nothing like Italian, so (laughs) we're going to start from the beginning. So, but thankfully he did, we we did everything from breaking down all of the lines in IPA, just for the audition itself, and, um, and then working and reworking uh, what the different sounds of Italian are, and and um, and IPA for those who may not know is the International Phonetic Alphabet, and and oh. essentially it uh, when when people speak, uh, it, especially with different accents and and dialects, um, every word sounds differently, or every letter sounds differently. So it was essentially learning what the Italian um, sounds were, and then and then from there, once those were uh, trained into my brain, learning what the word sounded like, and then 
the intonation of someone who is uh, young and Italian versus someone that is old and Italian because there are differences there. So I could I could speak for hours on it. I don't want to bore everyone or or either of you. So. You're not bored. That's fascinating. I am. <laughs> that is something that is completely beyond me and my capabilities. So I I find it completely fascinating that. You know, um, I mean, like, did you break it down like word by word phonetically almost and then combine things back together? Is that how it went? I did. Yes. Um, because the the interesting thing is um, you can certainly do word for word and, and that can be a little easier once you get the, the sense of the sounds and once your your mouth and your tongue and, you know, everything can can make those uh, sounds because it's so different than what we would normally speak like. I'm sorry, someone just threw something in the other room <laughs> if you heard a loud banging sound. Um, but uh, um, yeah, but the interesting thing is is that on top of that, once you do have a good sense of the words, saying them together in a sentence sometimes can be more challenging. Um, it's almost like doing a tongue twister. So your mouth has to get used to not only the words themselves, but then how to say them in a sentence and the uh, kind of the intonation and the cadence of what someone who is older would sound like uh, because they would speak more slowly and deliberately versus someone uh, who's younger. A, a lot of people, both uh, Amer Americans as well as Italians and everyone across the world, uh, when you hear younger people speak, they kind of end their sentences in a question. Everything goes up at the end. So that was something that I really wanted to make sure that uh, older individuals, when I would listen to examples online through YouTube and other, other uh, videos and interviews, audio interviews, I would notice that older people very, they're very deliberate with what they're saying. They, they end everything with a period. It's declarative. They're not asking you, they're telling you this is how it is. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, again, I'm sorry. I'm probably rambling at this point, but no, uh, that, that was all part of the, the process. Yeah. Um, how much time do you think it took before you were able to actually record? Not the recording process itself, but like where you felt I've got a good handle on this and I can do like the actual line recording. Oh gosh. Um, weeks, definitely weeks. I mean, I, I felt like for the audition process, I got pretty comfortable with the lines. Mm -hmm. Um, but then once I had learned, <clears throat> excuse me, once I learned that I had the role, there was definitely, uh, I think you permitted us a few months in between when we started recording, uh, from, from when we received the lines to when we actually did a, a table read to when we had to turn in the lines themselves. Um, I would say weeks to months I was practicing. So, um, but once I had it, I felt like I really had it, and then it was more a sense of uh, the acting and, and like I said, the cadence of what, what does Sister Tommy sound like? Where did she come from? Um, I did a lot of research on top of just the dialect itself in what happened with the Italian resistance, what were the different sects of people who were involved in the resistance. So trying to put together... Um, reading the trade paperback and trying to get as much pos uh, much info as possible about the character, but then going back and researching uh, Italian history and World War II and the Italian resistance and, and what her life may have been like when she met uh, Armstrong. So <laughs> That is of, dedication. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I wanted her to sound like a, a real lady who had a, an amazing life and yeah, and, and what what made her believe the things that she did. I, I read a lot about um, Sir Thomas Aquinas as well and his uh, religion and his um, tenets of that religion and his beliefs. So I tried to do, I wanted to be prepared for you guys. I, I, did. <laughs> I wanted to take this uh, role as seriously as possible. 
Well, you absolutely killed it, which I think everybody, you know, will agree upon once they hear it. Um, everybody, uh, I've been blown away by your performance the whole time. And well, the interesting you. thing about Sister Tommy to me is that she um, only appears in two issues of the comic. So it's like two episodes of our, our production. And yes. um, to me, I, I read all of Valiant stuff line-wide, and I've been really impressed by it. But she still, for her two issue appearance she's probably my favorite supporting character and i don't know there's something about her that i find really almost beautiful not in a physical sense but she's just a great character you know what i mean like i'm i'm not a christian but i find her attitude towards her religion and her beliefs and her faith to be very um you know refreshing and inspiring and the things that she says to um archer during uh, the show. Um, it's I don't know. I I I, I dig her a lot. Absolutely, I, I totally agree. I think uh, even though she is only in those two issues uh, of the Archer and Armstrong comic, and then uh, as you said in the audio drama, um, she's a fascinating character. I think that Fred Van Lente, uh, the author of uh, Archer and Armstrong, um, I think that he did amazing work in creating this three dimensional character and. Um, you know, she was, uh, for lack of a better term, she was a an Italian revolutionary badass, a uh, resistance <laughs> badass <laughs> when yeah. she was young. And, and she was very headstrong and she had very strong beliefs as to what was right and wrong. And I think that as she, as the war ended and as she aged, um, that led her, that, that need for right and wrong led her into uh, her path in religion. And, uh, and I, I think that it just at least the way that I researched it and, and that I, I tried to suss out the character, she's just someone of very strong conviction. And yes. whether that be through um, the right and wrong of the world or the right and wrong of religion and what is a moral person, and even her relationship with Armstrong, I think it's just, it, it's very fascinating to dive into as an actor. And, and I certainly hope that that comes across in, in the role. I think it absolutely does. It, uh, an interesting um, tidbit is that when we were first talking with uh, Valiant about what production we were going to do, you know, we hadn't decided because they have a lot of different stuff and we weren't sure if we were going to do something new or if we were going to adapt things. And uh, an early stage of the project that we were going to take on was going to be sort of exploring the relationship between Armstrong and Sister Tommy uh, more than they were able to in the comic. So um, from the very start, she's been sort of uh, somebody we really really loved and wanted to get into more. So um, maybe one day, and it, but... Um, absolutely. And it's yeah. it's actually funny that you say that because the the mention of their relationship is something like, what, it's like two or three lines at most yeah. mm -hmm. from Armstrong. But but for me, that was huge in developing the character because in, in determining what her delivery of lines would be like to Armstrong, that was huge. That was so much of their relationship that they had in the past and now that you know since armstrong essentially does not age um i don't know if spoilers right. <laughs> if i should be saying that but <laughs> but um because she has herself aged she's an old woman now and and she's lost her her beauty in her i think in her mind she's lost her beauty because of that age she doesn't look like what she once did uh especially to armstrong that that has really damaged her psyche and has, of course, damaged what she sees herself like in comparison to Armstrong. So I, I really wanted to infuse that into the delivery of the lines and the status between those two characters. 
Yeah, we were very, um, that's another fascinating aspect of her character is that how that, you know, she and Armstrong obviously had this past relationship and she's had to watch uh, herself get older as he hasn't over, you know, the decades. And so um, that's a very, I don't know, to me, a very compelling thing to explore character. Absolutely. Totally. And it's relatable too. I mean, sometimes there's relationships with people and you're like, you know, it will never work with that person but you care about them anyway and you kind of get a bit of that through them like definitely yeah well there's a, a definite parallel i think you could draw to how some people in a relationship might grow in ways other than aging but and some people don't they just never you know grow beyond where they started from and and that's not necessarily true of armstrong because he does grow and change but there's some no, parallels but he doesn't though he, a little you get the feeling he's been <laughs> the same for thousands of years so i get that it's right. It's just very much more literal with him. Yes. He literally doesn't change. Right. So yeah, it's like an interesting visual to match that up with him, a person who never ages and is always the same. And Sister Tommy is really the one who has developed and matured and well, she still loves her machine guns, as a person. So and well, <laughs> that will never go away. <laughs> you hang on to some things, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> What would you say, um, obviously the accent was, was a, a big challenge for you, but outside of that, um, what was the most challenging aspect of playing her? Outside of the most challenging thing, outside, what's the most challenging Well, I'm talking about like, in, terms of, in terms of character or yeah. like if there was a scene that was really tough or what have you. Oh, wow. Um, for me as an actor, I would say, honestly, the age was something. I really wanted to ensure that the cadence of my voice slowed down and that, I mean, obviously, you know, no matter how old you are, you still feel emotion to the same degree and the same level. And so I wanted her emotion to have the same impact. And of course she has years of, of emotion built up towards, towards Armstrong. And, and I feel like she has a, an interesting relationship or dynamic with Archer as well. Um, but yeah, I would say I would say secondary to the accent was the the age and ensuring that, you know, she still has this spark. She still has this vitality that you can sense and that and that makes her a really fun character. Um, but she she has aged and 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 I wanted that not to be a a weakness of hers, but but there's a strength in the the wisdom that has come to her uh, as an older individual that I really wanted to respect and I wanted to portray in her voice and in her character. Uh, in her being. And I, th I think that that has gone to, to further her conviction in the story and, and her beliefs. But, uh, um, other than that, I would say, I think that the Archer relationship was something really challenging. I'm trying to think of specific lines. Um, I, I remember certainly the most emotional was, and I, again, I don't mean to go into spoilery territory, but I remember a, a very specific scene when, Armstrong is drunk and just calls out the elephant in the room that that Sister Tommy has aged and mm -hmm. that she has lost her her physical beauty, as it were, in his eyes and that, you know, what has she become? And I think that that hits her very hard because it's everything that is inside of her that she believes um, has changed about herself, especially in seeing Armstrong again. And, um, and that... That takes a toll on her. So, but I, I would say emotionally, that was probably the most challenging scene. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, uh, let's talk a little bit more about Barbara Dillon, the voice okay. actress. Uh, how, how did you get into voice acting, Barb? Uh, so I, uh, with a few colleagues, uh, we recorded an audio drama adaptation of the Hunger Games books, which was called the Katniss Chronicles. It was so a, good. Go listen. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, and Jeffrey, which you are a part, you play a few roles, which you were wonderful. <laughs> I have like two lines. Come on. Oh my goodness. They were wonderful <laughs> lines. The but, best um, two lines yeah. in the show. Exactly. By far. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a, a three-year project that was a, a fan project and a project of of love for the series um, and for the Katniss uh, Everdeen character. But I portrayed Katniss. That was, that was my role, and it was my first voice acting job. And uh, it was a, an immensely rewarding experience as an actor, <clears throat> excuse me, as a creator, um, it was just absolutely wonderful. So that's how I got into it. I've I've since worked with Pendant a few times. I've been yes. uh, Clara in uh, Phantom Canyon, mm -hmm. which was a really wonderful and fun experience. Which you won an uh, award for. I did. Yes. <laughs> and um, I've done a few other roles for you guys, some, some small uh, roles. And then I've also worked with... Um, I've done recorded a, a children's book where I was a few different characters... And, um, yeah, I've just gone on to, I've really found a love for it and, and, a, a, a lot of fun in it. So I've just, uh, off and on been doing voice acting ever since. And where can people find some of these great projects you've worked on? Sure. So definitely visit the Pendant Audio website where you can find Phantom Canyon, which is also available through iTunes and Audible. And, uh, you can also find the Katniss Chronicles at the com, which is also available. It's all for free at the website. So easy uh, to remember. Exactly. The <laughs> KatnessChronicles.com as well as, uh, it is on iTunes for free as well. Excellent. And, uh, what about the, um, the children's book you've done? Is there a place people can, uh, purchase copies of that perhaps? It has actually not been released yet, oh, so okay. I'm hoping that it will come out this year, but... Um, That's out of your hands. Of, it's out of my hands. <laughs> it's out of my mouth and, and into others' hands, so yes. <laughs> uh, if people would like to, uh, to find you um, online, are there places where you are findable on the internet? Indeed, yes. I am on the interwebs. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, I am Barbara Dillon. Uh, my name is spelled a little bit differently. It's B-A-R-B-R-A, -R -R -A, so you can find me that way. Um, you can also find me on Twitter, at Barbara J. Dillon. And I also run a website called Fanboy Comics, which is a comic book publisher as well as a, an online community. We love supporting other creators through reviews, interviews, podcasts, the works, um, as well as other another audio drama coming up called The Odds. And you can find us at fanboycomics.net. And you uh, also do like a um, sort of a geek news roundup show. And you've got a bunch of different shows, uh, podcasts that you release through Fanboy Comics. We do. We have about five different podcasts currently running. Our weekly show is called The Fanboy Scoop Week in Review, and that will be coming back for its sixth season. We just surpassed 200 episodes. Awesome. Um, yes, that will be coming back. I want to say it's Monday, January 25th will be our first uh, premiere episode of season six. We've got others, including The Previews Party, a monthly podcast that talks about uh, the previews catalog, which is how you pre-order comic books. We've got one called Quality Time with Family Ties, which breaks down every single episode of Family Ties, the 80s TV show starring Michael J. Fox. 
We've got another called the Arkham Sessions, which a clinical, uh, a doctor of clinical psychology, Dr. Andrea Letamendi, as well as Brian Ward from the Shout Factory, break down every episode of Batman the Animated Series and look at the characters as if they were on Andrea's uh, psychological couch, as it were. So, but uh, lots of great stuff at Fanboy Comics. And you should check it all out because they are some great people. Thank you. You are welcome. <laughs> Well, uh, before we wrap it up, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to mention about um, projects you've got coming up or uh, anything else about uh, Sister Tommy or the Archer and Armstrong project in general or any any final thoughts from you, Miss Dillon? Uh, I think just one thank you to both of you for uh, allowing me to participate in this project. It was a lot of fun. Um, And it was a lot of fun to... uh, work with the cast because in previous projects with Pendant I haven't been able to uh, work with or get a sense of the other actors b- before recording and we did table reads this we this did, time yes. around which was super fun it was great to hear what the other characters sounded like so I could get a sense of their characters and uh, that was just really fun and um, and to Valiant as well thank you to Valiant for doing this and allowing uh, Archer and Armstrong to find a new audience Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Barb. Your work on the show is so great, and I can't wait for people to hear it. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be able to tell you when you'll be able to find it really soon. Yay! Thanks, guys. Thank you.